The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Good morning and welcome in to the SB Nation NFL Daily Kickoff. I'm Steven Serta. Let's get you caught up around the league on Thursday, October 28th, as we make our official turn towards week eight of the National Football League. NFL Daily Kickoff is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. In case you missed anything that's going on in New York City over the past couple of days at the NFL owners meetings. We're going to get you caught up right here. These meetings, which are supposed to be centered around rule changes, updates and stuff like that, have been awfully spicy the last couple of days, to say the least. It's reported by ESPN Seth Wickersham that Rams owner Stan Kroenke has angered the other NFL owners by possibly backing away from a promise to cover tens of millions of dollars in legal expenses related to his team's 2016 departure from St. Louis. If you haven't been keeping up with this story, this is a quote from the Seth Wickersham article. The Rams and other owners are embroiled in a fierce four-year lawsuit from the St. Louis Regional Convention and Sports Complex Authority, which argues that the league broke its own relocation guidelines, misled the public on its plans to leave the city, and cost the city millions in revenue. The league has lost many of its motions and was denied a hearing in the U.S. Supreme Court. The case has entangled all 32 teams and cost millions in legal fees, which to this point have been mostly covered by Kroenke under an indemnification agreement he signed as a part of the relocation. It was also reported by ESPN that Kroenke's attorneys informed league officials that he is expected to challenge the indemnification agreement that all three teams involved in the LA Derby in 2016, the Rams, Chargers, and Raiders signed on the morning of that vote. So... You sticking with me? I know this is a lot. This is this can be kind of confusing. There's a lot of moving parts here right now, but it sounds like the NFL owners are not very happy with each other, and things could come to an eventual boiling point. Now, all of this is happening amongst the owners in private meetings. Then on the way out, Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones was asked about the Washington football organization. Quote, I'm very satisfied with how the league handled it, said he speaks for all the owners. Well, nobody asked Raiders owner Mark Davis about that, who still seems to have issues 
with the fact that John Gruden was forced to resign as the Las Vegas Raiders head coach. When asked if he would like to see a written report on the Washington football team findings, this is what Mark Davis had to say. Um, probably, yeah. I, I think that there should be. Yeah. Did you like Especially with some of the things that were, uh, I guess, uh, charged. Yeah, I believe so. I think people believe that deserve it, especially the people that were, quote, victims. Yeah, Jerry, I'm going to go ahead and say that Mark Davis doesn't think you speak for him. At these very league meetings, the NFL also sent a memo regarding updates to the Rooney Rule. Another notable change for the upcoming hiring cycle this season, clubs may now conduct virtual interviews with head coaching candidates during the last two weeks of the regular season. So a lot of these things are developing stories that we will continue to keep you updated on here on the NFL Daily Kickoff as well as the SB Nation NFL Show. The NFL trade deadline is on Tuesday, November 2nd, fast approaching We've been tracking all week the Deshaun Watson trade rumors that are picking up steam. And according to Ian Rappaport, the Panthers and owner David Tepper are not expected to pursue a Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson trade. Deshaun Watson's reportedly only waived his no trade clause for the Dolphins at the moment. That does not mean that cannot change. Josina Anderson adds, quote, I'm also told Miami's offer still does not meet the threshold to get a deal done. The price will not bend for Miami or any other team. This is all coming after NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell reiterated at those very same owners meetings in New York earlier this week that Deshaun Watson is not going on the commissioner's exemplus based on the NFL's current information, even if he is traded. The league's investigation continues, but for now, Watson is eligible to play if he winds up being moved to Miami or any other organization who's willing to make a blockbuster deal for him ahead of the trade deadline. Now, we do have a fantastic Thursday night football matchup between the Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals. Well, it was supposed to be a fantastic matchup between a one-loss team and the last remaining undefeated team in the NFL, but in the COVID-19 world, that can change in a hurry. The Packers are expected to be without star wide receiver Devontae Adams, who tested positive for COVID earlier in the week. They will also likely be without wide receiver Alan Lazard, who is a close contact with Adams, and as he is unvaccinated, it is impossible for him to pass the NFL's protocols prior to Thursday night's game. Packers defensive coordinator Joe Barry also tested positive for COVID-19. He will not travel with the team to Arizona for Thursday night football. Add in the fact that Packers offensive tackle Dennis Kelly, who's dealing with a back injury, is doubtful to play on Thursday night. And linebacker Preston Smith dealing with an oblique and cornerback Kevin King are both listed as questionable. This thing's not looking great for Aaron Rodgers and company going against the last remaining undefeated team in football. Late Wednesday night, the Arizona Cardinals got dealt a blow of their own ahead of Thursday night. Football is first reported by ESPN's Adam Schefter that defensive end J.J. Watt will undergo what is now likely to be season-ending shoulder surgery. Watt apparently hurt his shoulder in the second quarter of Sunday's game and still managed to play the rest of the game with the injury. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport adds that after soliciting several medical opinions, Watt decided to have surgery as soon as possible in hopes that he could rehab and still come back this season. Receiver DeAndre Hopkins is dealing with a hamstring injury and he's questionable, but 
likely expected to play. Offensive lineman Max Garcia, defensive tackle Rashard Lawrence, and tight end Daryl Daniels are all listed as questionable for the Cardinals. Now, we're not going to count Aaron Rodgers out on the NFL Daily Kickoff, but the cards are certainly stacked against him headed into Arizona. We already talked about all the complicated variables coming into play if the Houston Texans were to trade quarterback Deshaun Watson, but the Texans are expected to be sellers at the trade deadline. In fact, they shipped former Saints running back, now Houston Texans running back Mark Ingram, back to the New Orleans Saints. The Saints just looking to add some depth behind star running back Alvin Kamara in dealing for Ingram. Ingram, of course, spent his first eight seasons in New Orleans, so he knows Sean Payton's system very well. And he knows Alvin Kamara pretty well, too, so that probably didn't hurt. Sticking with the Houston Texans, quarterback Tyrod Taylor was designated to return to practice on Wednesday. Coach David Coley said his status for Sunday's game against the Rams is still up in the air, and they expect Davis Mills to take first-team reps. Now that we got through some of the complicated stuff going on around the NFL, let's do a quick injury update across the league. Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy said quarterback Dak Prescott will participate in individual drills this week. Prescott was officially limited at practice, so was cornerback Trayvon Diggs dealing with an ankle injury and offensive tackle Tyron Smith. Chicago Bears linebacker Khalil Mack is not expected to play this weekend, according to Mike Garofolo, and there's a chance he heads to IR dealing with a lingering foot injury that's been impacting his play. Some help is on the way for the Carolina Panthers, as head coach Matt Rule told reporters he is hopeful recently acquired cornerback Stefan Gilmore will make his season debut this Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. The Pittsburgh Steelers activated running back Anthony McFarland from injured reserve. Quarterback Ben Roethlisberger still dealing with a pectoral slash hip injury, a little, little banged up. Linebacker Melvin Ingram's dealing with a groin injury, and wide receiver Chase Claypool's got a hamstring. They were all limited in practice. Tennessee Titans wide receiver Julio Jones still dealing with that lingering hamstring injury. Linebacker Bud Dupree's got a knee. They did not practice on Wednesday, but offensive tackle Taylor Luan, who's still dealing with that concussion from a couple of weeks ago, did return as a full participant. The Cleveland Browns still dealing with just... A laundry list of injuries announced that Jadavian Clowney, Malik Jackson, wide receiver Jarvis Landry, and Donovan Peoples-Jones, and cornerback Denzel Ward all did not practice on Wednesday. Quarterback Baker Mayfield did return to practice, however, and said that playing versus the Steelers is a possibility. 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan announced that defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw is getting his knee examined, and it might require season-ending surgery. Quarterback Trey Lance, still dealing with a knee injury, did return to practice on Wednesday, however. And Shanahan added that they expect tight end George Kittle to return from injured reserve next week. That's all for today's edition of the NFL Daily Kickoff on Thursday, October 28th. Please make sure you subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show. It's available on all major podcast platforms. And when you stop by, we ask that you leave a kind rating and review, preferably a five-star rating. We're in the five-star business here at the SB Nation NFL show. Stay tuned for later today is Rob Guerrera and RJ Ochoa have you covered on everything you need to know in week eight with this edition of The Look Ahead. 
I'm Steven Serta. I'll talk to you guys soon. 